welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, detailers, you ready for SEMA? Woo, it's coming up close. Make sure you pre-register SEMAPintNight.com. Pint Night this year for SEMA will be at the Gordon Beers Brewery, returning there for some amazing, I love their beer. It's going to be hard to pull me away from there, I tell you. You want to pre-register, must, or else you will wait 30 minutes after everybody started drinking before you get to come in. Hopefully there's a pint glass left for you. Register, pre-register, SEMAPintNight.com. All right, we are live at Lockhart Smokehouse. Back again for round two at Lockhart. We've been here with uh, a big group from the Southwest Car Wash Association. Bob Phillips was here, a group from Norman Cruzin. We had uh, Prentice St. Clair. We had Jonathan Munzel. Came back round two. Round two at Lockhart with the guys from Masterpiece. Welcome, guys. You're going to need to take the mic as close as you can when it's your turn. And uh, introduce your guys' self. Tell us who you are. Tell us what barbecue you got. And uh, give us a little story of you guys. I'm uh, Jason Burrell, here based out of Fort Worth. Uh, let's see, I got uh, some brisket, I got some jalapeno sausage, and then I have some ribs as well on me. My name is Charmin Brown. Um, I'm from Arlington, Texas, and uh, tonight I got the ribs, man. I got the brisket and I got the good old mac and cheese. Mm, yeah, I'm ready for that mac and cheese. It looks delicious. See, we got turkey, the ribs, and some brisket. I'm definitely grabbing some of this bread and make me a little quick brisket sandwich. Throw that in there real quick. Get a little bit of uh, a little bit of that bark. Mmm, so good. So good. All right, we are drinking from Revolver Brewery. We're drinking blood. No, we're not drinking the blood and honey. We're drinking the Full Tang IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Blood and honey is normally what I go with, but this Full Tang IPA, what do you guys think? It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's not overly bitter. A lot of IPAs are overly bitter. DJ would be really impressed as you throw a ton of sauce on that. Oh, DJ yeah. would really be impressed. Okay. <laughs> DJ always tells me I don't put enough sauce. Oh, yeah. So he's always drenching down the sauce. Yeah, if it's a brisket sandwich, I need that sauce on there. All right, now give us a little bit of background story. Um, you came through to Oklahoma because you were doing a... Uh, an event. You came and hung out with us for a little bit. 
you had the best barbecue you'd ever had before. You couldn't believe how amazing it was. And uh, we hung out. But what were you doing up there? What have you been doing as a detailer? Um, give us give us a little bit of info about who you are. All right. So um, when I was in Tulsa, um, I was there uh, detailing and managing um, an auto show. It was um, one of their new car auto shows that you see in just about every city in the United States. Um, so I was there in town for that, and I had just stumbled upon Marty and her crew because another detail company we had hired to help us detail cars at the show. I went to visit their shop, and a couple of the guys that worked for that detail company knew Marty and DJ. They told me, hey, their shop is literally five minutes away. It's total dealing with Total Auto Solutions. I was like, man, I followed them on Facebook. I was like, man, I gotta go check it out. And so I went right over, DJ was there. He kind of stumbled when I first showed up because I was just a random dude showing up to the shop. And then I explained myself and he was like, hey, Marty had been in later, but we're actually having a meetup. You should come in later. So I came, came through about seven o'clock and went and, and met the crew. But the background on that is that, um, you know, I've been dealing with auto shows for the past seven years, um, detailing uh, for a company by the name of uh, Professional Detailers based out of Orange County, California. And so I've been detailing with them for seven years to travel the nation, going from show to show. In any given period of time, in a seven month period, I'll be out 20 different cities detailing out all the seven time. cars, yeah. So how'd you even, I mean, so so let's go back a bit further. Where'd you grow up? Who were you as a kid? All that stuff. Uh, grew up, uh, born and raised Fort Worth. Uh, was like a, you know, little sports kid and then turned around. and uh, My main sport was baseball. So, my man. Yeah, yeah. So I played some What'd baseball. First base. I'm a lefty. Because you're a, oh, you're a lefty yeah, too. Yeah, slugger. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was okay. ordained to be at first. Yeah. Be the big guy. You're you know. a big guy. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. baseball and then yeah. first base. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. And oh. so that's how I ended up uh, going to school off of a partial scholarship to Abilene Christian University. And oh, shit. The connection to that. When? Uh, 2005 through 2011. Okay. I don't know why I thought it would have been around the same time. So I played baseball at Washtenaw Baptist. Okay. And we took a road trip my freshman year, spring break. Came down through, it was in Arkansas, so we came down through Texas, mm -hmm. came up and then played some schools in, Ar in Oklahoma and then went back over. Mm -hmm. Don't know how we scheduled a game with Abilene Christian. Oh, snap. But we were basically batting practice for them. <laughs> they slaughtered us, something like 21 to nothing or something. Like, it Dang. was disgusting. We even threw out our best, you know, best pitchers and they just got boom boom yeah. boom oh man it was they, they brutal got a, they got a pretty good program they got a man. great program yeah. yeah so yeah i ended up going out there for that and um you know being done with baseball and school and stuff getting ready to come out i didn't know what i was going to do um and it's crazy how like i got into detailing was just based off of a, a class project because i was a business major and uh in our entrepreneurship class we had to come up with a business and present it, and uh, one of the guys came up with a mobile car washing uh, oil change company. Oh, so somebody else did. Somebody else did. 
And we were just going to do it for the grade. Like, all right, cool. Let's go with it. Let's go with the flow. Let's do some research, do the project, and then go about our business. Well, as we were doing research, it became more and more like, like, look, it started to look good. Like, you know what? This is something we could really do. So somebody else in your group came up with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and at the time, I knew nothing about, like, detailing. Like, I didn't even know what detailing was. And uh, so after we did the project, we were, like, starting to, like, think, hey, let's, let's make this a real business. Well, the other two guys, they ended up getting jobs. And me, it was like, it was just me left. Well, one of my friends that I played uh, adult softball with out in Abilene owned a transmission shop. And he had just upgraded. And he had extra garages. And he heard about what I wanted to do. So he was like, hey, I got an extra garage. Take it for 300 a month and start detailing. So that was in the process. I was like, you know what? Cool. That, that sounds like a cheap startup. So I started looking up ways to detail and on the Internet, Google, trying to find a, you know, coaching and stuff like that on detailing. And I found a thing and I started from there. Who'd you find? I forget the name. Like, I just found that file that I'm going to share with you. Um, oh yeah, that's- and I looked up the site. The site no longer exists, but it was like uh, it was literally like a starter kit on how to detail cars. And I went back and looked at it, and I mean, it was a great like list of rubrics, like steps to go by um, to you know go through and and learn how to detail from A to Z. And I remember the first time I detailed a car, I'm thinking there's no way it's going to take more than an hour and a half to clean a car. My eight first car <laughs> was a 95 Honda Accord Silver. It took me eight hours. Nice. Yeah. Wow. That's good. I don't feel so bad. Mine was an excursion, and it was maroon. So if I did an excursion in eight hours, and you did a Honda Civic, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Old man feels good wow. now. Yeah. So, yeah, man. But I feel you, man. It was rough. Oh, yeah. I walked in after that, beat down, like, oh, that took forever. Yeah. I didn't make any money. Yeah. I could charge like 75 bucks. I made took me eight hours. I made $60 on that first car. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I learned quickly because I yeah. bought my first kit of product uh, through different sites. I think it was rightlook.com, AutoGeek. There was a couple of others. And what year was this? This was 2011. Okay, cool. And um, this was before Roops that came out with the. They still had the Cyclo as their main, uh, <laughs> their main polisher. I did a throwback Thursday yesterday yeah. about training on the Cyclo. Oh yeah. Because uh, Christine from Two Girls Detail was on yeah. this past episode, and we're talking about DJ when he came to to work with me. Uh huh. We were using the Cyclo. Yeah. Oh, oh six, seven, eight. That's like, crazy. Cyclos were the thing. Like, yeah. You know, Rupes still show it off, too. Like, mm-hmm. they'd have their brushes on them now. And they say, hey, and by the way, we still sell the Cyclos. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. And that's all it is. It's a good carpet tool. Yeah. Yeah. But once people came out with the spin brush, yeah. it's done. Yeah. It's yeah. Done. Really, it really it's is. Because it really, yeah. it's too expensive. It's too expensive. The thing was like four or five hundred bucks yeah. for Stupid. that machine, heavy machine at that. Yeah. All right. Get back to your food. All we'll right. pass the mic over. Reintroduce yourself. Give us a little background. But before we do, is this jalapeno mac and cheese not unbelievable? Did you guys get the regular? Let me take a bite. I got the regular, (laughs) so I don't don't know. The regular's pretty damn good, though. Oh, you got some. Oh, yeah. Jalapeno's unbelievable. Man. Let me get in the mic and let y'all hear my munch. (laughs) 
Oh man. Oh man. Hey, y'all are ever in town. In the DFW area, come to Lockhart and get that jalapeno macaroni and cheese. Sound like a sponsorship. <laughs> I, <like that. laughs> I know. All right, man, reintroduce yourself. Uh, give us a background story yeah. where you were as a kid. I'm going to go get some uh, sauce. Okay. Y'all need anything? Should be good. You good? I'm good. Well, cool. Uh, my name is Charmin Brown. Um, I'm from Arlington, Texas. Uh, actually born in Irving, but actually, you know, raised in Arlington. Uh, 28 years old. Um, I'm about three three years in the detailing game, man, and uh, man, it's been a journey, man. It's uh, it's been a journey. Uh, I started like I would say Mother's, not Mother's Day, maybe March, March of 2017. Uh, March of 2017, man, and I can say, uh, man, it was a journey. So basically, well, how I got started was. I was tired of, you know, well, you guys know how you get your income tax check and you feel like you got a little money and you spend it and, you know, you look up and it's gone. Well, that was me, man. I was like, man, I got to stop doing that. So I decided one year, man, I'm going a, I'm to a get my income tax check and I'm going to invest it in something that can, you know, turn into a, a residual income. I wasn't cool, looking man. for something that to, to, you know, get rich off of, but something residual that can keep coming, you know. So 2017, I made that decision, flipped my income tax check, man, bought all my products, you know, researched the game for months, man, for months. And, uh, yeah, I got started, you know, with just family and friends, man. And uh, my best friend Darius, man, from way back in uh, elementary school, he was my first client. He wanted to get his uh, wife's car done for Mother's Day, man. And uh, I had him come to my mom's house, and I did his car for 25 bucks, man, and I felt damn good about it, you know. But uh, yeah, that's how I got started. Um, how long did it take now. you? Say that again. How long did it take you for 25 bucks? 25 bucks, I say I spent a good four hours on it. You know, too long, but you know, I you're learning. To, yeah, I want to make sure. He all was right, good. so we've all been low priced, right? Right. Why do you think people shit so much on guys that are low priced? Ego. Ego. They forget where they started. Yeah, I would say that. I would say the same thing. Forget yeah, where they started. Forget where they started. Or they got started in the right neighborhood. That's true. They didn't know what it really meant to get fucking get the out there and try yeah, and hustle right, to get right, whatever right. you can make. Try to learn, you know? Yeah. Right. Everyone has to start somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I took whatever I could get at first. Exactly. Got to start somewhere, man. Yeah. Yep. All right, keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, yeah, man, uh, Jason didn't get to it, but... uh. The way me and Jason met is through a um, family friend, my wife's husband, my wife's cousin's husband. Uh, they're college buddies. And uh, I was doing my thing, you know. He had told me about Jason before. And uh, he was telling me, like, hey, man, you know you can get money, you know, nationwide. And I was like, what? You know, like, I'm 
I'm just a kid thinking, you know, it's just clientele number, you know, just driveway detailing. But when he told me, like, yeah, homie's getting, you know, getting money, you know, detailing, you know, coast to coast, I was like, wow, you know, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. So, anyways, I was doing my thing, he was doing his thing, and uh, he was like, you know, one day, hey, y'all need to meet. And so he connected us, man, and uh, I ain't gonna lie, I was on a, because I used to do lawn work, you know, prior to um, detailing, you know, fertilization and weed control, stuff like that. And uh, I was in South Lake that day. I, I'll never forget this day. So Bryson called me. He was like, hey, man, uh, I got Jason on the other line. You know, I'm in, I'm in the middle of working on the line. I had to stop. Stop working, you know, stop working. And uh, I just talked, you know, to Bryson and Jason, and, you know. Conversation went well, you know. And then that turned into work, you know. So we started doing a lot of work together. Uh, doing a lot of events with Toyota, Chevrolet, GM, that type of stuff, you know. And that was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, we just built that relationship, built that rapport with each other. And uh, just one day it was like, man, you know, if it makes sense to come together, you know, why not? So why we not? talked about it. So when did you guys come together? Uh, what was that? We decided, we decided in July of last year that we started looking for a shop right after that. And then we opened, officially opened our shop uh, August 18th. Right. 2018 of last year. Yep. Okay. So talk, you're talking about maybe six months of us like working together in partnership and helping each other out. And then it was like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's merge and let's become one. Let's make a company out of it. And so that's where, that's how we were at today. Cool. Cool. So I'm going to ask this question. Because, so we had the Christine from Two Girls Detail on. When she, when she brought somebody in, she merged, mm-hmm. brought them in as a part owner. Right. Right. So, walk me through your guys' right. scenario. Okay. Because there's going to be a lot of guys that understand they can't do it by themselves right. like they could with somebody else. Right. So walk us through how you guys set it up. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody might want to set it up similar, or they go, no, I want to set it up different. How did you guys set up your little agreement? So, go ahead. So based off of, like, so I had something that I was already building in a sense of, like, Masterpiece Auto Appearance and the logo and the brand and all that, but I didn't have... For me, I didn't have the time or the, I'm not going to say passion, but like the mind frame to really like get after it. And seeing what Charmin was doing and the passion behind what he was doing, it was like, oh, we can really make this a brand. We can really like bring this together. So I didn't want to, we didn't want to come in as. So. Okay. You. In a sense, you studied, you understood who you were, mm-hmm. the things that you were good at. Mm-hmm. You took time to understand the things you weren't so great at. Right. Where a lot of guys might just assume they're really great at everything. Everything. Well, they're the badass. That's, that's the problem. Right. right. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I myself have had times where I thought I was the best at everything. Mm-hmm. So... I've learned that it's good to evaluate 
who I am, what I'm good at and what I'm bad at, and then find people that can come in and nurture the things that I'm not so great at, which helps me then focus on what I'm good at. Right, right. So did you guys completely, it was just, you're good at stuff that he's not good at? Like, did you guys mirror that 50-50, or is there some crossover? What's that situation like? Um, I say, uh, like, for example, like, I'm a guy that's good with pictures, social media, branding, that type of thing. Not saying that he's not good at it, but I'm better. Specializing in it more. I, you know, I, yeah. I, it's just something that I do. Hands down. So, I mean, we already had that understanding, like, okay, bro, you know. So, did you guys go through a list? I mean, that's why I'm trying to really Not, break it down. Like, we didn't go through a list. No. We didn't go through a list. No. Cause it, like, it really came from a place of, like, like us coming together and trying to build on something greater than us. And so, coming into it, it was like, I don't know, it was just like this, is, like this agreement like I've never experienced before. Because I've been in a partnership in detailing before and got screwed over. Yeah, I've been in partnerships. But they weren't fun. I, saw, I usually worked a lot more than my partner. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had so a the partnership situation always like that. failed. Yeah. I've, I've struggled at partnerships. Yeah, but like based off of our like, I guess it was like experiment with each other on seeing what like where each other is at when we were like outsourcing work to each other, and I could just always tell when I'm on the road and I call him and say, hey, we got this. He makes time. He's on top of it. He's doing like an amazing job, and it's not like trying to, you know, cut corners or anything like that. I'm like, you know what? This is somebody I could really, like, partner up with for the best. So that was that six-month period. Yeah. Where you were kind of vibing on each other. Yeah. We did a lot of, a lot of shows together, man. Yeah. A lot so of, you spent some time together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time and, you know, made a lot of... I'd say so that would be of, a good point that right. somebody could take away. Exactly. If you're thinking that maybe there might be somebody you want to vibe with, you should go hang out with them. You should go work with them. And not just a couple times. You should really get to know them. You should spend six months. You should go spend hotel rooms together, probably. You know, I, what, you know. What we hopefully, do. you weren't in Vegas. We don't have to talk about that part. You no, know, but no, none of that. <laughs> none of that. I don't know what they're doing. Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> that cousinly love out there. Well, I mean, there's a really great movie, <laughs> and um, this one of my most favorite movies of all time. There's a quote, and let's just start it the way, and I'll impersonate it. It'll be very horrible, but you're from what, Texas? Only steers and queers come from Texas. You don't look like a steer now, do you? Name the movie? Ah, Private Cowboy is what he wanted his name. No? You know what? Full Metal Jacket. It was said in, yeah, it was maybe before your time. But this, bit. but this drill sergeant's berating this guy, and he wants to be like, yeah. gives him the name Private Cowboy because he was from Texas. Oh, uh, okay. Only steers and queers come from Texas. Oh, uh, okay. You don't look like okay. a steer now, do you? Okay. How big is Oklahoma? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question answered. All right. <laughs> Diluted beer. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Not anymore. We passed the law finally. Oh, yeah, did? <laughs> we did. Oh. Cheers. We finally passed the law. Okay. So for everybody else that's, that's listening, 
I mean, there's it's a legitimate rival between Oklahoma and Texas, yeah, yeah. similar to uh, Florida, Alabama. Yeah. You know, neighboring states that touch each other. Texas and Oklahoma has a major rivalry. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. and that's oh, yeah. that's that's what the jokes back and forth oh, are. Yeah. You know, Red River. Yes. Oh. So, um, but back to what you were saying, like we really did like take time to get to know each other, like. We were literally, and there's a place out here called Boomer Jacks. Yep. We would literally Man. and sit up and it? come up. Boomer Jacks. Boomer Jacks. It's a bar and restaurant. It's a sports oh, bar. Oh, okay. Sports, sports bar. bar. Yeah. Right up the street by uh, Cowboy Stadium. Um, but uh, we would literally, like, meet up and just talk to each other about our own businesses because we had our own business. And we were just literally, like, feeding each other information to help ourselves and just chopping it up and getting to know each other. So it was like a full stage of, like, really learning each other before we even So did both of you together. think in the back of your mind, hey, I might want to try and do something? Or who brought it up? I mean, I never thought it would happen, but it was so organic. When it happened, it was like, you know. It was like what? we were thinking the same yeah, thing. I was thinking the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, when we presented it, you know, to each other, so. Timing, man. Timing. So, straight 50-50? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Any, you got, you get into it and. Aaron. Tell about Aaron and the lawyer. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, we did a full-on. LLC. Oh, yeah. Have to. LLC. It was already LLC. We just made it a multi-member LLC. Yeah. And then we did a. did an agreement as well. What's so, the agreement? Um, I forget the name of it. It's not a member's agreement. It's a... Um, operating uh, agreement. Operating agreement. Yeah. Just to make everything 100% legit. Yeah. And not just be talking about it and then yeah, yeah, having yeah. a rift between each other. Mm-hmm. So, so there's got to be... So the reason why I ask those questions is mm-hmm. because we I've been in some forums lately... I've gotten added to some stuff, um, and one of the the things was, when does somebody know when they should bring somebody else in? And I presented the, and I think it was detailing for profit or you know one of those Facebook groups, and I presented that about Christine and the way she did it. This would be a different alternative if somebody's in a shop or they're mobile and that you want like so the 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 headache the toss up is. Do I bring in an employee, team member, and then normally if they're a solopreneur, they're going to debate and argue how much training I got to do, how long they're going to stay with me, could they really do as well as I can, all those those, those struggles of having a, you know, an hourly employee slash uh, team member, right? The other alternative, Christine brought in somebody and made them an owner. Gave them ownership into the company. What you guys have done is another opposite, which is just team up with another detailer that's somewhere around the same size, quality, you think alike, you spend some time together, and instead of, you know, trying to grow with somebody that you're going to hire, form an actual company with another detailer. Yeah. Yeah. So in that process... Right? Makes sense for you guys. Mm-hmm. What's been some of the struggles, though? What's been some of the, 
you know, I'm sure at times you might have had to bite your tongue or taken somebody's wish over another, um, you know, where, where does that uh, gray area happen? I think that a, a good gray area is that when you're like, when you've been your own detailer for so long and then you're coming in and merging, y'all have to create the same processes of detailing because everybody, detailing is an art form. So that means that there's no 100% right way to just detail a vehicle. Like there's other ways to get the job done. And so that merger in itself was a challenge to be able to say without, without. Because you guys don't. So we did recently, we did the IDA SV. Right. Well, I got to proctor your guys' SV. Right. You guys don't exactly detail the same. Right. Y'all don't follow the same process. Right. Like, you might start windows and do it one way. He's going to do it differently. Yeah. How do you decide? Like, do you just blur all that out? Because you're not doing the same. You, you pay attention to it, but if his method is getting the same result in the same amount of time as my method... Who am I to come in and say, we got to do it my way because right. my way's better? Right. Or Some guys would say that you should have yeah. the same way because it's reproducible. Once you get into the realm of, like, there's truth in that, especially if you get into the realm of having to hire employees and you have a structure, then, yeah, that makes sense. But right now, it's like, we're talking about windows, you know? And it's we're splitting that, hairs. Yeah, correct. So it's like, it's not it's not as a big, as big of a deal as getting the cars in there to detail them. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to be up here arguing with him about windows, but we don't have any windows to clean, what are we arguing about? I have, our time is better suited worrying about the business itself than the small stuff that you see in forums, the huge arguments about who's the best at this or what's the best method. So in a sense, it's a little bit like a regular relationship. Right. You give and you take. You give and you take. You, you pick your battles. Same thing. You, and as long as everything's going in the right direction, there you, go. you don't rock the boat. Rock right. the boat. Exactly. Exactly. There's right. going to be compromise, but at the end of the day, like, as long as we're working together to try to achieve the same goal it's like that's all that really matters I like it I like it I think that's good a lot of good wisdom for people oh yeah alright let's talk about this beer man let's go I'm a little bit further down than you well but you're not than you nicely done (laughs) yeah alright we ready for another I'm gonna focus on the food right I'm a foodie I am too, but what I like about the Full Tang IPA, it's not overly hoppy. It's not. It's easy to drink. And it's got a nice little aftertaste. Like, it does. I really like this beer. No, it does. I'm not a big beer guy. What do you normally drink? Margaritas. <laughs> as, as the old man that was making fun of me earlier would say. <laughs> Shout out to Vernon. <laughs> So, uh, salt, no, no salt, no, I'm, light I'm more, salt. I'm more of a dark liquor kind of guy, Crown and Coke. But from time to time, 
you'll catch me with a with a strawberry swirl margarita <laughs> and fight me if you want to make fun of that. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. What's your dark liquor go to? Crown and Coke. You gotta go Hennessy, man. You gotta go Hen Dog. Have you had the two black dudes? Have you had <laughs> Crown Peach? Oh, it's so smooth. Crown Peach and Crown Apple. You well, Crown Apple was star. It was a couple years ago. I just saw. I mean, I don't know how long it's been out, but I just saw a couple months ago. Crown Peach. No, peach is great. I bought it for Labor Day weekend. It didn't last. Oh yeah, I bet. Oh, Crown Peach was Quick. so good. Yes, mixed so with some, mixed with some sweet tea. Oh, I'm trying. Somebody put that in a peach cobbler. Yeah. Mm. Peach cobbler. Hey, put a little crown in it. Yeah. All right, like walk me through that. Walk me through that. You know what I'm saying, like soak the soak the peaches in the crown in the crown apple. Yeah, yeah. And then or in cook the crown it peach. And put it in the pot. There you go. So before you make before you make the cobbler, cobbler. you got to marinate marinate the marinate, marinate the peaches and it does peaches. it. Peaches. Peaches. Yeah, it's all good. Or if we do an apple cobbler, we could do crown apple. Crown apple. So the the you heat open and a, the a bakery. The <laughs> adult bakery. Well, but I was gonna say is, does it burn off the alcohol? I think it does. I think it does. Yeah, like rum cake. Yeah, it's like rum. Yeah. Oh, but are good. So. So I had mentioned before, I think I did. I don't know if I did. I lived in Fort Worth for a while. I remember you told me that when I mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, straight barrio. I was the only white person in a. Let me rephrase that. My roommate was white, and we were the only white people. I mean, it was a barrio. <laughs> the weekend, wow. the music would start early and wouldn't finish until late. There you go. The taco places as authentic as you can be with bars all over was the most unbelievable experience that I had was still wonderful that was Fort Worth that sounds like North Fort Worth (laughs) yeah wherever I was going through my masters and I didn't finish but you're a broke college master kid like I think I spent like 200 bucks to rent a room like like it is what it is like you know I never had any problems it was just culture shock for a white guy from Tulsa. Yeah, right? yeah, like it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was different. That's what's up. Yeah, it was good. But the the food, when you went to the taco stands, and when you went to the little taco place around the corner. Best, some of the best authentic tacos. Best ever. Yeah. Best ever. Hands down. Yeah. You can't beat it. Right. I started that story for a reason, and I don't remember why. Where did we start? There's a reason I was telling us. Cobbler. What? Cobbler. Cobbler. Right. So during that moment (laughs) of my life, I met a a friend that apparently there's like uh, here and maybe there's other places too. There's um, like apartment places that are nothing but old people and then they hire somebody to kind of like oversee and run them. Mm -hmm. Right. So this friend I met did that and a old lady that lived there almost, I think it was routine, she was probably having some dementia, she couldn't stop making rum cakes, that was her thing yeah oh man Yeah. oh man, never knew until I had 
and they will never get better than that then, moment. Then what the, that You're talking to an old lady that can't stop for some reason, pen or past. Right. So she has to nail every one of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. They were phenomenal. Oh, man. I oh, bet. phenomenal. I bet. Probably yeah. from scratch. I can't ever have a... I can't ever have another rump cake yeah. like that. All right, so we'll go get another beer. We'll enjoy the rest of our evening. But give us just a closing little words of wisdom to anybody else that's looking to expand why they maybe should look at doing a partnership with another detailer. Um, what would be your guys' advice? You know, one of you start, one of you go next. What would be your advice on why they should do what you guys do? If you're looking for a place to grow, because what I've seen with a lot of these like detail shops that I've visited throughout is that the more successful ones are in partnership. Um, and not even just like in partnership as two detailers, but like husband and wife partnerships, um, getting finance type of partnerships. So any opportunity that you see that you see someone that you can literally like grow with in that business, in this sector, um, I say go for it. Um, by yourself is possible, but you're gonna limit yourself because all you're gonna be able to do is work and hiring employees, well, we all know how that goes. It's not the, it's not the easiest thing to do. And if you do find a good one, then you're, you're lucky to find that. So, if you're in the space, if you're in a realm when you know somebody that's like doing what you're doing, and you see that there's an opportunity there, I'd say like, you know, get to know them, explore it, and see where it can go. Nice. Thank you. Uh, my thing is, uh, I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, he said the juice of it. Um, if you see a guy that's, you know, doing his thing, and you might can see yourself, you know, having a relationship with him, man, two, two beats one every day. I mean, I understand it's a money thing at the end of the day where, you know, you want to see the most money at the end of the night, but, I mean, times two times to it at the end of the day just times to it most guys you know they're like oh i don't I, I hear it all the time i don't i can't trust nobody you know i i can't find nobody to you know detail detail like me but dude there is somebody out there i mean not saying that it's 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 for you to partner with somebody but if it's in your you know if it's your goal to you know expand your team and, and grow with you know, guys with the same drive and the same, you know, same passion as you, man, why not? So, I mean, it just all has to make sense. It just all has to make sense. I would say words of advice. So we talked a little bit at the end of, of that episode um, with Christine. She only loses when she sells or when there's dividends, Right. So a normal detailer is going to pay themselves a salary, whether that's bi-weekly or monthly. You're just going to pay yourself something. So if you can keep paying yourself something and bring somebody else in and they get to pay themselves something and then maybe at the end of the quarter, end of the 
six months into the year, you get to pay yourself a little bit more off of the dividends earning, like off of the, the profit of the company. What's to lose? You're not really losing anything. The only way that you're going to say you're losing something is if you go to sell the company and you have to 50-50 or whatever that percentage is of the sale. But did you lose? Because you sold and you made. You made, right. So that was sort of where I went with, with that whole discussion, and I see the same thing here. If a detailer is doing good but really wants to go big, wants to do a lot more, and if you can find somebody that's like-minded and you can both grow and you join, did you really give up anything? No. Right. Because you're hoping that the two will make more and you're paying yourself some, but if you can pay yourself more because somebody else you're teamed up with, I see it's a win-win. Right. Right. So I, I like the idea. I mean, I've tried multiple times to bring people in to to share in some ownership. Just hadn't worked. Like you guys said, you got to find the right person is the key. Right. You shouldn't go into it with somebody you don't feel comfortable exactly. with. You got to be organic, man. And you shouldn't go into it without making sure what you guys did. Put in the LLC paperwork, make it legitimate. Right. Make sure that the operating agreement, then you got to worry about, you know, if there's buyouts or if somebody wants to quit or, right. you know, you you don't ever want to think about those moments, but they might happen. You, you never be, know. You, yeah, you never know what the other person could go through, right? Yeah. right? Somebody could, yeah. you never know, you never right? Know. You could throw out. So make sure that each of you are covered in case something happens to the other and they want out. Otherwise, go fucking make a lot of money and have a lot of fun. There you go. Right? So we're going to go get some more beer, but I did want to close with this part. You guys have been IDA members. You did your, you know, um, certification. And then today we went through and did our skills validation where it validated that you guys don't just know how to say what to do, but you're going to actually do in the work and, and right. prove it. So why did you guys go through the IDA? Then why go through this far? You know, give some guys some feedback because... There's a lot of people that go, I don't fuck, I need to be a part of the idea. You know, right. I don't need this, like, blah, blah, blah. Why did you guys do it? Well, for one, um, it just adds value to your company. I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, I'm a great detailer. I do, you know, Lamborghinis, Ferraris. But when you have an actual network behind you, um, a group of guys that are, you know, well-known, that are skilled in you know, well-known to train, to do, you know, to teach what you do. I mean, I think it's just one of those things you got to have, man, to just set yourself apart from most guys. Because most guys, they don't care about the IDA. But, I mean, if you really care about your brand and, you know, want to set yourself apart, you'll join the IDA, you'll be a member, you'll be a CD certified detailer, and then, you know, you'll want to get your skills validated. To add to that, it's like you're getting your car worked on by a certified mechanic. You get your AC fixed by a certified HVAC. You want the exact same quality of work coming out of it in the detailing realm, too. And so for us, I mean, we're in DFW, the huge Metroplex. 
and there's detailers everywhere. We look on Facebook, look on Facebook Market, there's detailers everywhere. So we try to find our ways to set ourselves apart every day. And joining the IDA is huge in that realm because you're adding a certification saying, I'm a certified detailer. And even though you might think that your customer's not looking at that, they do pay attention to yeah, stuff like do. that. They really do. They, most of them are like, oh, wow. I didn't know there was an association. I didn't know that. It, yeah, I didn't know that it existed. And they're very, very, very impressed by it. So, I mean, just think about it. The wow factor is so big by your work, by your background, your certifications, your backing, your network, everything. And the whole education aspect of it as well. You become a, an even better detailer. You become networked, networked with a lot of detailers that certified, a lot of companies. Um, this is almost endless. So, man, get a part of the IDA. Cool. Where do people find you guys on social, how they connect with you, how they follow you, how do they check you guys out? Uh, check us out on Instagram at Masterpiece Auto. Instagram at Masterpiece Auto. Facebook, Masterpiece Auto DFW. You can find us online at www.masterpieceauto.com. Uh, if you're in the DFW area, you need a detail, call us at 972-885-9177. Call or text. Uh, DM on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Yelp, Google, whatever. We're here. Cool, cool. Played any around with TikTok? You do? TikTok. TikTok. So I've been trying to experiment, trying to mess around with it. TikTok is TikTok. My daughters are on TikTok. TikTok is videos. It's a lot of uh, music. It's a lot of create. It's very, very creative. Uh huh. It's TikTok. It used to be Musically. TikTok bought Musically. I love TikTok. Yeah, and they've grown it really. So we're starting to see why should detailers be on it. Really? I've started trying to play with it. I think it's. I think you should. You're creative with it. You like the videos. You like the photos. You should start doing some TikTok. Set yourself up a masterpiece. Uh, we did um, a detail supply app on TikTok. Just the amount of filters, the amount of like segments you can do. You can interchange a lot of stuff. I think if you like to do photos and like to do video, like I think you should probably check it out. It uh, it seems to be a, a little creative way for people to do stuff. Tim's uh, Tim's mobile detail. Brandon Timms, he kind of started jumping into yeah. it. Okay. A couple more guys are I'm starting to try out. and figure it out. It might be a cool thing to tell your story as a company. Not showcase the cars that you do. Tell creative stories as your company brand. That's why you should use TikTok. Right? Should be good. If you're creative, like I've seen your photos, you do a good job, go play with it. Learn it, fuck with it. It's it's fun. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. All right, you can find us at Pints Polishing Podcast on Instagram, Facebook. Find us at Total Auto Solutions or Marty L. Hill. Now, we want to make sure you guys are going to SEMA, right? We're going to SEMA. Man. Going to We're SEMA. There. Yes, sir. Tuesday night, SEMA. You need to go pre-register. Go to SEMAPintNight.com. Go register. You'll get your pint glass. The reason why you need to register... 
is if you have pre-registered and you come to SEMA Pint Night, it's 8 to 10 o'clock at the Gordon Beers Brewery. You show up before 8 and at 8 o'clock when the doors open and you've pre-registered, you get to take a pint glass and walk right in. If you show up and you didn't pre-register, you can still register, but you got to wait 30 minutes. And everybody else gets to go in and drink beer, and you got to wait while everybody else is going in. So don't forget to pre-register. Go pre-register, seamuppintnight.com. It's two hours, free beer at the Gordon Beers Brewery. It's going to be fun. All right? Look forward to having some more beers with you guys there. And uh, all right, we're going to go grab another round, and we're going to enjoy the evening. Thank you guys for hosting us, and thank you for uh, bringing us back out here to Lockhart. Yeah, yeah. looking forward to the rest of the weekend. Yes, sir. DJ, I need a beer. I need a stat. Right now? I do, but I can't have it. Why not? Because I'm not at the Gordon Beers Brewery with hundreds of other detailers drinking free beer for hours. We should get a time travel machine and get there right now. Ooh, let's do. Okay. So. Tuesday. If I time travel and I'm there. Yep. Should I get there and just show up? No, 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 no. It's highly important that you get there at 8 o'clock. And already have registered. Oh, or, so I should register before I show up. Like right now, as you're listening to this. What's the registration? Swipe up, move this out of the way, and you go to... Swipe up, move it out of the way? Yeah, because iPhone. I'm <laughs> iPhone 10, you swipe this, swipe this up, get it out of the way. Hold on, that doesn't work. Oh, they're listening to the episode. So on their phone. To, okay, yeah, now phone. I get it. Get out of this app. They should not swipe right. They should swipe up. Bro, I have no idea. <laughs> and then go to where? www.freebeersema.com. Yeah. Is that it? it, it that, that's a good one to go to okay. or just SEMA Pint Night? That's one too. SEMAPintNight.com. Yeah. SEMAPintNight.com. All right. We'll see you guys there. Free beer. Two hours. Ooh.